Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome back to 30 Minutes with TNA. We're back. Like we promised we would be. (laughs) Um, Not sure if any of our listeners tuned in to the Neuralink um, Neuralink chat last week by Elon Musk, but it was pretty interesting. Uh, A little different than what we we were anticipating, but sounds like they're going to have a lot of medical breakthroughs and be able to help people with any kind of spine issues and, um, you can call your Tesla with your brain. (laughs) You don't even have to pull out your phone anymore. Your Tesla can just pull right up. Yeah. That's a fun, um, that's a really, really fun feature that they're making, but I think it's great that they're focusing on the medical aspect first. Um, they attached it to a pig. The pigs had the thing in their brain for what, two months? Is that what they said? Yeah, Gertrude, she's she's being read. <laughs> Animal testing. <laughs> Next thing you know, Gertrude is going to be in a SpaceX ship. <laughs> Gertrude, the first pig on Mars. <laughs> Leave it to Elon. Oh, well, at least she'll have her Neuralink chip in there to communicate with us how it is. Exactly. <laughs> One thing about the Neuralink is if we had as much money and resources as Elon Musk, we would be doing fun projects like this too. Like, I I don't really know if this would, this will work or or what's going to come out of it, but it's so cool that he, he can be like, Hey, I want to know what we can do with this and get a whole team together. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he already has some kind of chip implanted in his brain. He's very robotic person when you listen to him talk. True. Very true. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, talk about baby names, Tierney. Um, Elon Musk's baby name is is an, an equation, isn't it? It's, How do you uh, pronounce yeah. it? I don't know. It's like a couple numbers and a couple letters, I think. But we don't need to get back into my baby name dilemma this week. <laughs> Just saying, it's X A E A twelve. I mean, that's literally his baby's name. So. Oh, sorry for his baby. But anyway, <laughs> not really, because this baby's rich. <laughs> baby's rich AF. Rich AF. Um, so let's get into the headlines for the week. Let's do it. What's the first headline? The first headline is Bumble, the world's second largest dating app, is planning to go public at a valuation between six and eight billion dollars. Ooh, finance topic. <laughs> Our audience loves finance. They voted. You guys, you guys, audience, you guys voted on finance over what was what was it up against on our Instagram poll? Finance won know. on mine. Did it not win on yours? Yeah, no, it won on mine. Finance versus sports, maybe. It's funny that people want us to talk about finance. Well, are you going to invest in Bumble? Would you add that to your personal portfolio? I would. I think it would be really smart. They're ready to go public as soon as early 2021. I feel like early 2021 with a new uh, election completed is a really good time to spend money, to invest, to buy houses. So, I mean, Bumble could be an amazing place to place your money. Yeah, I'll probably get in there too. Um, I got into... uh, match which owns like match.com and i don't know a handful of other online dating platforms and it's just been going 
pretty much up for the last five years. So I have a lot of faith in Bumble. I think it's, it's a really way more popular app for our generation. And especially now in times of COVID, people are lonely. And I think a lot of people are turning to the apps. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I, of all the apps, I've never been on Match or Bumble. I feel like Match is for old people. Well, that's before our time. That's before our time. I right. just invested in it because it's a good investment. I've never used Match.com. Let's be clear, audience. <laughs> I've never used Match.com, obviously, but I have, I have, I've used Bumble before um, I was married. When I was single, I've, I've used it. Um, but I think my times of swiping are, were a little different than Alexa's single now. So um, tell us what that's like swiping during COVID. Uh, well, it's really interesting because I joined the apps. Um, I had like a breakup in December and I joined the apps in February. Um, so and right pretty, before quarantine? Right before quarantine. And I went on this like February, you know, binge. And actually my friend had to convince me to get on the apps. We had a really long conversation that ended up. Uh, so my friend met her partner on, they met on both Hinge and Raya and they're nearly engaged. They're, they just moved into a house together and they're a power duo. Like they really are a wonderful couple and they met on the apps. And I was telling her that I was lonely and she was telling me to get on the apps. Um, and I was like, I, I know for a fact that the person that I'm meant to be with is not sitting on a phone swiping left or right on girl spaces. <laughs> Alexa and, used to tell me this all the time when I used to be single and she was the one in a sturdy relationship. It was deep rooted in me. I was like, who, what kind of man, right? Um, now every man is on it. Truly, I, I think most single men are. Um, and yeah, so I ended up joining and, and went on a lot of dates. And then I rekindled an old flame and actually um, went into quarantine with someone that I met on the apps for a while. Um, and then that, you know, ended after seven weeks of pure isolation with, you know, an old flame. Um, now I'm back on the apps again. And uh, it's a really interesting time to, to date on an app and to swipe and it's totally addicting and there's a part of it where we're kind of lonely like you want to keep having these short-term conversations and you really want to see who's out there uh but it can also be a little bit overwhelming there's a lot of people out there Tierney. so from a logistical standpoint i mean i used tinder back when it first launched and it was kind of at the forefront of all the different apps that there are um, to find love on, on the web. <laughs> and I guess that was back in like 2012 or something. And you would just have a quick chat with someone and then go and meet them. We lived in New York City at the time. So just go and meet them at a local bar in your neighborhood. And now with COVID, I just want to know how, what are you meeting people in public? Or what's the, what's the first interaction like once you get a match? So there's, if there's good back and forth, uh, I created a rule for myself actually that if there's no vibe, so if, if you, I look at someone's profile, you can actually like feel energy and you can kind of get butterflies, like that kind of thing. If that doesn't exist, then, then I say no. Because- you match them? Yeah, then you unmatch them or you just like cancel them because- 
there's like this potential thing that happens on the apps where you're like, oh, like maybe, and then you match and then it's a waste of time. Um, so, so I have really high standards with, with the apps and then, then you match. And then if there's good back and forth, usually the first thing a guy asks is what's your number? Like they want to get off the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start texting. Um, and then some people ask for a video date. Um, How many video dates have you been on? I've only been on one. And did you ever been on a lot of in-person dates? Did you ever meet IRL after the video date or the video yes. date you called it? Yes. Um, there was one guy who we had lots of back and forth. You were around for a little bit of this one. We had lots of back and forth. We had a lot of video dates. Like we were like video <laughs> dating. And um, <laughs> then we met in person and there were no vibes and it just didn't work. And um like we did really well on video uh, and then we went on a social distancing walk and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> so are all the dates that you're going on during COVID from apps, are they like social distancing walks or what kind of dates are they? Um, social distancing walks is kind of the go-to uh, for me. I like it. I like to be like in constant movement, meeting someone for the first time. There's also outdoor bars um, yeah. like a two-seater table okay that's really all you can do right right that's it. like that's it <laughs> crazy how much is changing due to covid and i know i laugh a little bit but i have nothing against anybody who was finding love on the apps and i and i really hope that everyone who's swiping really does find someone i've actually been to four weddings of couples who found their soulmate online so I'm in full support of it (laughs) and I'm curious to see, you know, how everybody's COVID video dating (laughs) turns out towards the end of all this. Well, there's, I heard there was a new app that's just video based completely where you, you go straight into video and it's kind of a video chat dating app, I guess that's launching based out of everyone's experience in online dating in quarantine. Um, I would like that if I were single. I don't like that. I don't really like the video date. I think when a guy asks, a lot of people swipe while they're on the toilet, like I don't want to get a match on the toilet, and then all of a sudden somebody <laughs> pops up on my phone to look at me. What? <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> we're just like low key in line swiping, and it's like, hi, ah, yeah. While while you're at like Air One, <laughs> yeah. Also, what do you talk about on a FaceTime date? I'm trying to think, you know, I guess the, the usual back and forth. Um, there's, there's a lot, of, there's a few things that come up when I, when I think about dating apps. One is, is there's a tendency to ghost, like there's a tendency and I've heard about it a lot and it, it happened to me once, not, not ghosting, but just kind of, he, he went quiet and I was like, what the fuck? Um, and he had a good reason and that was fine. So at least I got an answer. But I think when you match and you're talking to so many people back and forth, sometimes you have to just stop talking so that you don't have to have these hard conversations. Like I said, dating apps are really overwhelming. If you match with three guys a day or something like that, then you're meeting three new people. And then, you know, you're, there's a lot of energy exchange and then someone asks to go out and then someone you're still talking to and it might 
there, there has to be like a better strategy to like streamline like one at a time. Um, and then also with COVID and quarantine, you have to be careful who you like touch and, and like kiss. You can't really just like, you can't be as free spirited as you would pre COVID. Right. Yeah. One at a time. <laughs> and then at that point, it's like, where's the fun in dating anymore? Uh, I love I love uh, bumping into like exes on dating apps that's always fun hit them with a what's up (laughs) Um, and and friends too and actually hinge has a feature my hinge is like going up in five days I told you I I got the pro it's up in five days and then I'm I'm over it because my friend gave me the pro tip it's twenty dollars $20 and $20 a month? No, it's $20 for four months or something. Yeah, like what? Like get what guys or what? What does it do for you? You're allowed to filter what you want and you're allowed to <laughs> come up with deal breakers. So like height, you can set certain height standards. <laughs> you can make it so that you need someone to have an undergraduate degree and it's a deal breaker. So anyone who doesn't have an undergraduate degree wouldn't be able to see your profile if that was your deal breaker. Okay, so let me guess your deal breakers. Oh no! <laughs> I've graduated college. <laughs> Has to be above six three. <laughs> Has to have a job. <laughs> Has to make like over a hundred k a year. <laughs> Not no. No idea what your deal breakers are, but if I were to guess, <laughs> those are good guesses. They're not real. None of them are actually true, but they're good guesses and you know me very well. Um, I think it's important to have high standards if you're on an app. A hundred percent. I wish that they had all those deal breaker things um, back in 2012 when they first launched all these (laughs) hilarious platforms. Way more to write about. (laughs) Yes. I just pulled up quickly the list of um, all the dating apps. There's so many. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a million. There's so many. But there's something for everyone. I mean, gay, straight, bisexual. You Wait, know, there's Facebook dating. Dog lover, people who want to go on their first date, but also bring their dog. There's like ones for gluten-free singles. I mean. Gluten-free singles? That's an app. There's one for sex, like if you want to try new like sexual things or you want to have like a threesome. Yeah, Thrinder. It's for it's for groups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you just finding this out now? This has all been around for a long time. I'm not even on them and I know more than you. <laughs> I don't think Thrinder is the one I'm talking about, but yeah, no, I'm I am i am so um I'm I'm very green in the in the dating app world. You know how hesitant I was. Well, they also have ones for like people with incurable STDs so they can hook up with people. Oh, God. I know. It's like sad, but it's also dear. Oh. (laughs) I don't know if that's TMI for our our listeners, but just to let you know, there's something out there for everyone if you look hard enough. (laughs) Someone's got an app store. There's an app for that. There's an app for that. Um, Actually, I've been weirdly succeeding in like meeting men not on apps too, which is shocking because we're in quarantine. But yeah, where are you meeting people? I thought, are you going out? 
I met someone in the water. My friends introduced me to a couple of people. Um, small gatherings. I mean, I feel like singles, yeah. singles get like thrown into each other <laughs> when there's enough singles in the room. It's like, you're both single, <laughs> which I yeah. can't hate. <laughs> no, you shouldn't hate that. Otherwise, how are you going to meet anyone? If you hate that, you got to be open to it. Yeah. It's an interesting vibe. Have you found that um, COVID and quarantine has been affecting your friendships and relationships? Um, friendships or relationships or, or, or relationships with friends? Both. Um, yes, I think it's affected relationships because because of the selectiveness that is, has to happen now. You have to be very specific on who you spend your time with. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people fall out of that category. And so you kind of suddenly lose touch. And what um, would make someone fall out of that category for you? It's hard to like, verbalize what that trait would be but if they're not exactly in my interests or if they're not exactly in my daily friend group or you know a lot of my friends that I hang out with I actually work with mm -hmm. um, I have a friend who you know every time we meet up we talk about a documentary that we want to work on together and you know my friend my other friend we're doing a clothing line together and then my other friend you know like so we work together and that's really helpful right um but to hang, just to hang, sometimes it feels like too much of a stretch. Because they've seen too many other people or why? Um, yeah, because they've seen too many people or, or it exerts a lot of energy to step out of my bubble and go into theirs. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, for me, I haven't, I mean... I pretty much only see my family because I'm living with them currently. And I have a, a friend who has a kid. So I know that she's, you know, extra careful around other people and isn't out catching germs in the world. And the rest of my friends, I pretty much only get to see them outside. And even that is awkward. You know, you see a friend that you haven't seen in two months and you don't hug them. And I mean, I haven't hugged anyone. I barely even hug my own parents because I'm pregnant and I'm nervous. And it's definitely affected my friendships. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone's mad at me. I think people understand, but it's just awkward to go up to someone and be so happy to see them and not embrace. Yeah. And what came up for me while you were talking is, is when you do have these catch-ups with people that you haven't seen for a really long time there are two things that come up one is what have you been doing and it's a really short answer you know like oh I, I've been isolating I've been quarantined or you know oh you know the state of the world everyone says that <laughs> and and then they'll tell you what they were doing before and and they'll be like and then all this hit and you're like yep got it you know same um and then and then politics come up uh, so it's like these two things so it's not catching up right now isn't really abundant it's not really like a joyful thing when you're sitting across from someone outside socially distanced 
There's not that much to say. Yeah, that is so interesting. That is an interesting way that it is affecting friendships and clearly everybody's friendships because when you type in friendships COVID on Google, there's up. What, 500 headlines. Let's hear a couple of them. So I have friendship quarantine up. And what are like the top five or so? Okay. Refinery29, why is maintaining friendships in quarantine so hard? New York Times, are friendships breaking up over social distancing? (laughs) Friendships during coronavirus, why do they feel so hard? Yeah. I mean. Then there's one closer in quarantine, how some friends and families are closer than ever, which is also something to, on losing friendships to the coronavirus. Wow, yeah. uh, who wrote that one? The Pr- Daily Princetonian from <laughs> Princeton University. <laughs> um, I feel like in terms of friendships and relationships, you know, be it with your family or your uh, romantic partner, COVID is either affecting people in one or two ways. It's adding a lot of distance and stress and you know, stress to the relationship or it's bringing people closer. I don't think anybody's relationships are just going along as they normally were. It's either going in one direction, but for better or worse because of um, the times that we live in. And, and that is tricky. And some some won't survive. Like people will come out of this and and not really have that connection with someone anymore. Um, yeah. It's kind of, it's a natural selection thing, right? It's, it's like, <laughs> it's like a little bit what you, what you take care of lasts. And if someone's not taking care of me and not showing up for me, I, I see that. And then you think, okay, am I taking care of them? And then you say, no, I'm not either. And then the, the friendship kind of dissipates. I have seen, you know, there are certain friends that check in with you and just that little check-in makes it feel like, cool, I have you forever. Like we'll always be checking in on each other, even if there's not much to say. Um, I know you have a lot of those kind of friends that are just kind of like, what's up? Sending love. And you're like sending love too. And and that's kind of important. I encourage everyone who listens to this to take Alexa's advice and Send that text that checks in with someone, even if it's just like a couple words. Yeah. And and you don't have to, you know, who knows what they're going through and maybe they don't really want to answer and maybe they don't really want to tell you how they're doing. So you don't have to ask a question, but if you tell, when you think of someone, make a move, like maybe not everyone, like there could be, (laughs) there could be certain scenarios. You guys. That's not what we're saying here. <laughs> what did you say earlier? Don't text him. Don't text him. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but you are. It, it can really brighten up someone's day. I, I've gotten a couple in the past few days. It's just like, wow, it's amazing. I mean, Lander made me this ring. Did he make you a ring? And yeah, but he didn't give it to me. That's so pretty. It's so pretty. Love that. I told him I like it so much. I'm wearing silver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, but you sent that to me in the mail. 
Yeah. Getting like a handmade thoughtful piece in the mail is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Everyone should be doing more handmade projects and sending them by snail mail to their lonely quarantine friends. Also vibe check. You know how, how we say vibe check to each other and we just send a number. It's like, that's even nice. Um, and like setting up a group chat with a bunch of friends and being like, we're all in this group chat, right? It can feel really good to be a part of anything. Yeah. These are all ways to help maintain friendships and relationships during COVID. Um, Alexa started a digital book club during COVID, which I joined and I just have so much respect for the initiative that you went through to set up the group and to, you know, lead the meetings each month and make sure everybody's reading the book. And it's nice. I don't even know all the people that are in the book club, but it is a really nice call to have once a month and talk with all these other women about whatever the book was that we read. And that's yeah. kind of another tip for the listeners. Um, yeah. It's set up not that hard to set up, a, set up a meeting for whatever reason, and you can do it on group FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. Yeah. I think book club or movie club, just group chat is genius. How does movie club work? That was in one of the suggestions from one of the headlines, set up a digital movie club but what everybody just pushes play at their own house at the same time and then you all call each other back at the end of the movie or you stay on <laughs> for the movie or what do we think how do we it think says, this works guys it says this says host a movie night virtually using netflix party airtime or rabbit whoa what is netflix party what is rabbit rabbit sounds dirty <laughs> um Oh, uh, Netflix party is where you can watch the same thing at the same time with friends. Have you tried it? No, but I've heard of it. It came out right into quarantine. Like Netflix moved quick on that one. Would love to try it and we will try it. We'll report back to you guys another time. I'll tell you about rabbit. Cause I just looked it up rabbit. Parents need to know that rabbit watch together is a social networking app that enables users to share streaming movies and TV shows and talk about them over voice and text chat. I, I don't know. Like I just... Netflix party probably has it more together than Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> just a hunch. <laughs> Do you want to have a, a Netflix party with me? I think we should, just so we can report back on if it's a cool thing to do or not. Or are suggesting that our <laughs> listeners are do it, should do it, but we don't know. It could be kind of lame. Let's we'll test it out for you guys and let you know. And our book club book this month is Plot Against America, which also has an HBO miniseries and I haven't started it yet. Have you started it yet? No, I haven't started the book yet. Yeah, me neither. Um, but yeah, if anyone listening wants to join the book club, I mean, I'm sure you know Tierney and I personally, just let us know and we'll throw you in the chat and, and you can download and buy Plot Against America. <laughs> All about, it's <laughs> essentially- advertising our book club on the pod. Um. <laughs> well, you know, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, well, I'm glad our friendship has, has stayed strong. I mean, no doubt about it, but it's nice. Did you think we were going to break up because of COVID? <laughs> no, I feel closer to you than ever. I wish you weren't so far away, but I the know. podcast helps. We are far away. Alexa and I used to live together. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure you all know, but um, now we're on opposite sides opposite points of the country <laughs> do you believe in love and first sight love at first sight 
Are you asking me? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> like, me look at my marriage. I know. <laughs> I, it's the only kind of love I believe in, I think. Good. I fell in love with you at first sight. Uh, or like our, our uh, first, when we first had a conversation, I was like, yep, I love her. I feel that way about pretty much all the women that are my friends. Same. You just know, you're like, I love this person. I also feel pretty guilty about that because I'm sure there are a lot of really cool chicks out there that maybe I have written off the day I met them. And I just, (laughs) I apologize to you if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually one of my closest friends, we love to tell people, we met a couple years ago only, maybe less, like a year ago. And I, we really didn't like each other. <laughs> and now we're so close. But so that was not love on first sight. But now I love her. So well, you have to give people time sometimes. Judge, yeah. Let the judgment dissipate. We're so judgmental. Yeah, but I think in relationships, I think with friendships, that can definitely work. But I think in romantic relationships, um, this isn't such a relationship focused podcast, but I think in romantic relationships, that doesn't work. You don't meet someone and think that they're like average or okay, or you don't like them and then fall in love with them down the line. I've, yeah. I've never seen that successfully happen. Um, yeah. Reach out to us if that's happened to you. Cause I'd love to hear your story. I would love to hear your story. I, all of the, the greats, all of the great stories I love at first sight. You and Gregory have a beautiful love at first sight story. My mom always says about my stepdad that she heard him talking, like she was in, in a theater, heard him talking and just was like, I've been waiting my entire life to meet this man. Um, my ex, I fell in love with him at first sight too. I just like saw his arm. <laughs> I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happens. Well, maybe some, maybe some of the people listening are going to, fall in love at first swipe right <laughs> yeah do you think that love at first sight works through an app like you're love at first swipe it's called <laughs> um i don't know it's hard to say because people put their best foot forward um with the apps it's very curated you know you pick your best photo of yourself and you pick your best one liner and your most witty description of yourself and I think that if you were to meet someone in the line at the grocery store because you tripped over a baguette and spilled your shit everywhere and some hot guy came along, I don't know, you're, you're more authentic self there than you are in the way you're putting yourself forward. But I could be wrong. People maybe now have realized that the best way to have the apps work for them is to put their true self out there instead of this super curated version of themselves. Yeah, it's super fun because you have nothing to lose. So you just go balls to the walls like, this is me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's exactly how you open. (laughs) It's exactly how I am. I'm like, what's up? Like, you know, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then. Well, that's good. I think that that's how it should be. Um, There's no point in starting a conversation off trying to be someone that you're not. You might as well put your most authentic self forward first and authentic photos of yourselves guys. Yeah. Cause you know, nobody wants to see this photoshopped person show up and look like a completely different person. It's a waste of everyone's time. Video chat. (laughs) It's a waste. Life is too short for that sort of 
miscommunication, skimming the edges shit. Don't waste your time. Put up a no filter. (laughs) Agreed. No filter. (laughs) Well, this is a lovely relationship podcast. I love love. I love talking about love and it's, it's I love talking about love too. Yeah. And I, I love being in this place of exploration. Like it's, it's weird sometimes because you can start to think like, Oh no, but it's interesting to be in an exploration phase of, of finding love. Yeah. I love my cat. (laughs) Well, I would love to hear from our listeners. If, if they please share your love stories. Yeah, share your love stories. Let us know if you enjoyed hearing us um, share our personal opinions about relationships and friendships and all of the above. And we'll try to keep catering the pod towards what you guys are asking for. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Or we'll hear you next week. Or you'll hear us next week. (laughs) You almost got there. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.